Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, fellow humans. Welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse, a podcast that celebrates funny women. I'm your slightly erratic host, Lucy Vine, and my guest today is the total goddess, Kimberly Nixon. I've been obsessed with Kimberly since 2008, when I first saw her as Kate in Wildchild, and then Lindsay in Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Such brilliant films. Later on, she was my favourite character in Maybe Anything Ever, playing the always complicated and always likeable Josie in Fresh Meat. More recently, I saw her in the one-woman play Original Death Rabbit and was completely overwhelmed by how funny and smart and brilliant this woman is. And it turns out she is just as wonderful and lovely in real life. This was my very first interview for the Hot Mess Clubhouse podcast, and I have to apologise for sounding so incredibly overexcited and shrieky. Kimberly and I talk social media, periods, and not-so-perfect snogging with teen boys on set. We also have quite a serious argument about chocolate. By the way, our mutual friend Rose Heine, who wrote the original Death Rabbit, is in the room with us, and you might hear her giggling or joining in on occasion. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the clubhouse, Kimberly. Thank you. Or do I call you Kimberly, or Kim, or Kimmy? Uh, You can call me... Kimchi. (laughs) Kimchi. Rose is laughing. I'm trying not to speak, so I'm not meant to be here You can be here quite a Okay, just so everybody knows. Rose Heine is... She's, she's here, sitting in the corner watching us because she doesn't want to leave. To leave. Yeah. She doesn't want to leave. I've just done a chat with her, which I don't know might not have come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, but um, um, she's going to be. It's fine. <laughs> Kim, yeah, okay, Kim. cool. I would prefer a nickname so that I can go away from here pretending we're best friends. Oh, well, I've got, do you know what Richard Cooper just started calling me? Shut up. This is so name dropping. Straight in just with the name drops. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, he start, when we started emailing him about the play and stuff like that, and he started coming back, and he just started calling me Kimball. Kimball. And I've never... I've Kim, had, like, I've had Kimball, Kimmy, Kimberelli, Kimbers, Amazing. Crumbly. I, I, I literally have had, <laughs> like, a million. Quim, I get that quite a lot. Nice, sexy. Um, but I've never had Kimball, so... Ah, you, so, you but Richard jump, You can jump on the RC bandwagon. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, great. So, the, most, the first thing I want to just mention is that we have a lot of snack food. Yes. There is a party bag. I know. This is. Oh my god. This, this is, is an, um, a party bag full of chocolate, and I need you to tell me which is your favourite in there. Okay, this is like an actual like, eight year old, you know, like those yeah. little plastic <laughs> bags. 
that yeah. harried mothers having a box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, really bad quality oh. that the stuff hasn't even okay. well, been printed you, properly. You've already gone wrong with a Whisper Gold. What? Well, Whispers are, are amazing. Whisper Gold is an extra level of awesome. It's, that's caramel, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's caramel no. with a Whisper. No, but the Whisper's pure. It's oh my like... God, I don't think we can be best friends. <laughs> Kit Kat Chunky so is one? out. What? I, I do not like Kit Kat Chunkies. Okay. Um, ooh, Gaelian. Posh chocolate. Is it Gaelian? I mean, I don't know. I'm well, we say pre-mark. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. You can get away with it because you've got an accent. You can exactly. just pretend it's an accent thing. Gaelian? Gaelian? Gaelian. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah, Gaelian. it's nice though. Um, I didn't know it came in bars, so that's it. There you go. That's and the posh one. Last night, right, so me and um, Kai, my husband, we, <laughs> we were catching up on an endeavour and then we were a bit... You know, when you want something a bit yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's, that's, that's only gross. <laughs> um, and I went into our, like, chocolate cupboard, and um, and I came back, and the two of us just, and I realised we, we had a blanket watching Endeavour, and the two of us were essentially just licking out cream eggs. <laughs> just scoop like that. But you have to do that. There is a, a technique to it, isn't Exactly. There? Like, you have exactly. to empty the contents. And then I kept, like, licking the rim to make it smooth. <laughs> this is getting a bit poorly, actually, I've got to say. And the cream egg. No, I'm joking. I'm okay. very turned on at this point. Okay, yes. So, cream egg, excellent. Smarties kind of yeah I mean you I don't seem convinced by this party bag no no yeah. it's an excellent party bag <laughs> okay well this might but possibly redeem <laughs> would you like to be <gasps> yes yeah <laughs> okay I'm gonna open this now Ooh. <laughs> cheers cheers yucky duh um, I lived in Wales briefly did you when I was six <laughs> yeah do you remember much of your time yeah it was lovely <laughs> Which Wales, part? it's nice, isn't it? It's nice, and it's so green, isn't it? Um, so my mum was the head teacher at, uh, in Bangor. Oh, in, uh, so, you're so we were on the Isle of Anglesey. So yeah. we were proper like, you north, were north, 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 north. Like, yeah, it gets no, a bit. I'm south, south, south. Yeah, Valley, so fair enough. Yeah. So you probably don't speak Welsh? I don't speak... We speak... Mm, the south is... You're more likely to uh, be a first language Welsh speaker if you're from the north yes they're very obsessed with it well they send us straight off to Welsh school (laughs) so they would pick us up every morning in a taxi take us to a Welsh school but in the south we sort of I don't know we speak like a bit of a wing but it's a different language as well like north they they speak in slightly different different dialects there are different words and things like that so we're kind of um, I just think we're uh, I don't know um, well me I'm lazier. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, we had Welsh all through school and everything. Oh, okay. And I so if I, if I if I say pimprech saith uth now dig, I've never heard anyone do it so badly. <laughs> speak Welsh with a French accent. Shit, did I? <laughs> yeah, you went into pimprech saith. In day tree, yeah, you said in day tree, you heard uh, in day tree. It's, it's partly because I don't really know what the first couple are. I just sort of make some noises and then in, hurry through. In day tree, Pedro Pimp, Excite, Oith, Now Dig. Amazing. Other me here, the me not in the room, interrupting to explain that I just counted to ten in Welsh, um, in theory. Apparently, it wasn't very good and it was in a French accent. So we talked about this before I started pressing record, mm-hmm. but original Death Rabbit. Yes. That's what I, I saw you in recently. Yes. And it reignited my Kim love. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was also obviously huge. Um, I'm just going to start listing them. Freshly, um, Angus, Thongs and Perfect Sunday, um, yeah, Wild Child. Yeah. All, all of them, basically. <laughs> Always huge. But, oh my God, this will sound patronising, but I didn't know that you could act like that. <laughs> Is that yeah. just such a um, backhand no, compliment? Said something recent. No, <laughs> she was like, "I you can't think, handle this." Babe. I think that's because, because it's I so. Think it's I mean, it's funny, true. but it's so dark and clever and 
serious. I think it's that's my um, my kind of comfortable niche. The kind of which we t- which they touched on a bit with um, Josie and Fresh Meat is that yeah. kind of happy bubbly come across and actually really masking some dark, <laughs> really some serious issues and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I think it's that. But weirdly, when I first started out, I started apart from Angus Thongs and Wild Child, which are the two kind of teen films. Mainly, it was five six years of um drama like yeah. straight drama period yeah. dramas rp accent all that kind of stuff and then when i got the audition for fresh meat i was like i no way i hadn't even been up for for a comedy thing and the only reason i kind of, i was like i'm not gonna get this you're but I so went, funny i know this no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hilarious i am literally hilarious <laughs> no um and uh i only went because i wanted to meet sam and jesse because i loved peep show right um and Rose Heine heard of later her. on. <laughs> and <laughs> she was eyeing me with the right to right. Um, <laughs> right to right. right to we right. should probably say, okay, um, Original Death Rabbit, written by Rose Heine, yes. so, uh, who is still sitting with us. She, she just a desperate, back. needy writer, I say. Uh, so, yeah, so Rose wrote some of the fresh meats, although we yes. never met during oh, that okay. time. So I wanted to ask that. Yeah, yeah we never met. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know. Um, so when I got sent Original Death Rabbit, the script, immediately the rhythm was something very familiar right. to me i think rose uh writes perfectly weirdly for my <laughs> perfectly for, weirdly is a very just for like act. my 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 voice my accent my um kind of time comic timing stuff it just sits really nicely um so so yeah so that that was like half that was half the battle tell listeners um <laughs> what happens in original death rabbit Oh god! Because uh, I can't talk about it because <laughs> I will get fucking emotional. Again. Yeah, I couldn't even look at you. On the last ever performance we did was in the front row. It was in the A one, A literally A one, and she was bawling her eyes out. Oh and god. every time I glanced over, she just was like twitching, just looking away, and like I, I couldn't look at you. Yeah, you I couldn't, couldn't look at you physically because I so was glad. crying enough already. And if I could look, if I looked at you, I would have just completely started howling. But when Rose afterwards was like, because we went sort of for like a dinner and stuff, she was like, my friend was in tonight, and you know, and she was in the front. Did you see her? She was crying. <laughs> <laughs> she was crying. Her eyes. Like, oh, okay, I'm so glad. She was really attention seeking. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm so glad someone knows her because I would, but if, if, <laughs> if <laughs> she's okay, otherwise I wouldn't have known. Like you would have, because in a in other performances like oh, you see dear. people get like very affected by it in different ways mm. and you can obviously see that it's timing with them because of something that's I know and and then the show finishes and they go and I never get to know that they're okay <laughs> so it's it's about a, a, a woman who um about kind of nine or so years before accidentally became a meme so she was photographed in the background of a child's funeral in her pink bunny onesie and then it kind of just went viral on the internet and and uh, people picked it up and started putting their own narrative on it and all that kind of thing and so the show basically is it's 90 minutes and it's just me and I'm in a in a kind of hoarder's shitty flat in a disgusting pink bunny onesie and so when you find her her life is in the shitter (laughs) oh it's it's so dark and so funny and clever but like you said it's a one-woman show yeah when you got that script yeah what did that not terrify you <laughs> well i remember opening the attachment right like from the I think, oh this reading done yeah, and waiting yeah. to get somebody else <laughs> and i was just like um and i opened it and the front page says uh, original death rabbit 
a monologue by Rose Hailey. And, I, and then I immediately, the actor in me, went to the last page and went, 53 pages, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, yeah. And I was like, shit. When I had a hard copy of the script, everyone made fun of me for highlighting my lines. <laughs> but I needed to, because I kind of broke yeah. into sections, but everyone was laughing that I'd like highlighted the bits I had to say. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it was a kind of, it was a mammoth, um, how long does it take you to remember endeavor. that? Endeavor. To memorise, I believe say, the acting term is. Um, I think three weeks, and I probably had it down two two weeks, but that was two weeks of solid. I mean, that was the, that was the thing. It was that we were rehearsing all day, kind of going through the play and the performance and, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I couldn't really use rehearsal time to learn my lines. No. It was just two weeks of plowing, like, just... So just in two weeks, you could memorise 53 pages Well, there was dialogue. a bit where I was like... I remember we... Um, this was all over Christmas and New Year. Right. Like, kind of, it's it straddled Christmas, if you will. <laughs> Don't we all? And I <laughs> love Christmas and Rose loves Christmas I love Christmas and we are obsessed with Christmas yes. and Christmas is like my time to shine and, and we so ruined I, Christmas yes, for we, we ruined <laughs> Christmas for ourselves like it was literally like Christmas day was just like me trying to have fun but in the back of my mind going you've got 53 pages to my like you're opening in like two weeks and all this anyway uh, we were in this utterly shitty room weren't we it was so, so shit <laughs> it was so shit rehearsal spaces are always disgusting yeah, but oh, this really? Was, That's this is another level. But it kind of worked because my the set, my yeah. flat is a shithole. But and it was near yeah. the tube. So. It was near the tube. It was really shy. Really shy. Oh, and we were near Bridget Jones's front door, so that was. Wow, that's pretty bad. I, I had a yeah, I had a port, a port bat by her by her door on when we the day before we broke up for Christmas because we were like, this is Christmas and got to go to Bridget Jones' door and I'm and just and I'm just crying in a <laughs> rehearsal room. That's very good. And then, so <laughs> we went round and we bought pork bats from the place next to Bridget Jones's door and then we do they sell food mm. specifically there because they know people <laughs> yeah because it's, they get like, like some kind of they get kind of women in their early 30s like <laughs> coming, crises coming to cry <laughs> and eat women. So coming to just consume <laughs> yeah. calories it's, it's empty something pork bat. and then they were like there was a, a, a brass band playing like Christmas songs there were a load of like blokes on a day out bin in Santa suits and I was like alright it's so. Christmas <laughs> it's still Christmas that feels very Christmas yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that was like that was the thing for me it was getting past the the and I hadn't been on stage for a long time so it was like can I oh I don't know it was just a lot of like weight that I was putting on myself yeah. I think but it's also just such an intense show yes it's not even just that it's I, you yes 50 pages it's so emotional I think that's what I was getting so, upset about because yeah. I was kind of like I can't imagine ever getting to a point where this won't just be a memory test where it won't just be me enjoying standing this. there Saying the lines out loud, you know, uh, webcam working, let's begin. Okay, just start, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm off. No, um, it's, it's just, it's just going to be me sitting there desperately re- remembering the next paragraph, the next page and all this. And I was, and it was my biggest fear that it would never, I would never be able to move into a performance because, like you said, it's, you know, the first 45 minutes are really funny and she's a mess but she's a kind of she's a hot a, mess she's like a, yeah she's a hot mess <laughs> like, I'm in. on message <laughs> and uh yeah it was it, I think it was that because I didn't want to let like 
Rose and uh, Hannah down and well it turned out brilliantly oh well thanks I mean I am the expert <laughs> so I'm putting my official stamp of approval thank on you. it thank you You've no been it was absolutely amazing I, I do find it sad that that is a sad thing about stage plays that there's sort of no record afterwards just people's nice memories so please yes. please if you could bring it back to like the Royal Festival Hall or something I think nice. that only does act as favours though isn't it if you can do like a four week run and everyone just says it's good then everyone believes it's good and then that, that just becomes history as good <laughs> it's true isn't it it definitely is but I was going to ask because um, the play obviously um, very dramatically side eyes social media yes and obviously I am a journalist so did my research um, <laughs> googled you of course um, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> you're not on social media no is that just being a famous person thing I, it's just so tiring being famous yeah. no uh, I um, just no, constant I, likes <laughs> I was on Twitter because I think, like, during the second series of Fresh Meat or something, all the other guys were on Twitter and then they sort of showed me and put me on it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, and it was, you know, it was fine. And I was on there for about a year, maybe two years at most. I, I really can't remember. But it, it became a thing... F- uh, for me it became not uh, I'm a very sort of I'm a very anxious person I, I'm I can be quite um well like in the, in the same way that we are lots of different things I can be very like tough on some things and very sensitive about other things and so it's it is that like age-old um 99 nice comments you'll take the one to heart kind of, of course thing, which, is, yeah. which is just human nature yeah. but I have to say having said that that my like time on there was almost overwhelmingly positive yeah. and lovely um with people you know from all over the world getting in touch to say that you know they they really liked something I was in that I was their favorite actress all these you seem to be big things. in the Philippines yeah <laughs> well is that an actual thing because it just it felt like a lot of tribute accounts well, from well, the Philippines I've never been to the Philippines <laughs> um maybe I can get some like sponsorship here. Sure. <laughs> um yeah. if the Philippines are listening but I I just found that that wasn't it wasn't a good thing. I don't think I started noticing myself and with other actors and things when you're on set that you started getting like your validation from it. And so you'd start I, I noticed that it started to and... affect the process of me working because while we're filming something, you're trying to get input on it or um, you know, you've got people going, Oh, I hope you do more this and I hope you do more that. Oh, don't, I didn't like that thing that you did and the whatever, whatever the thing is. And so it's making me tense up even because exactly. I know that I am on Twitter and yeah, stuff, but I, yeah. But, exa- but, and it's kind of all that, it was just all that. And I kind of felt like, um, and also I don't want to walk around with my phone buzzing. I don't know, I just started dreading having to log in and have a look but I was doing it like compulsively yeah like it was like, yeah, like, it was like um, it. because I had to because yeah. I ha- had like a, an obligation to what yeah. my public and who am I like what am I talking about but I just remember really really vividly my husband just going you don't have to be on it <laughs> and it literally revelation had not occurred yeah. to me but yeah. I just it was just not I don't think a healthy place I don't think I've got the kind of mind that thrives in that no. with that neither do I but I'm still sticking with it yeah. <laughs> actually there is an Instagram profile of you but I, it's definitely not you it's just pictures of you oh sure from red carpets just over and over again that's what I do <laughs> yeah no, yes sorry about that sexy. I made that yeah. right. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So now it's a- it's time for our mid-interview casual fire round. Oh, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I did this joke. I'm excited. So casual fire round. Very much like a quick fire quiz. Okay. But much more laid back. Okay. <laughs> Way more chill. Uh, number one, how do you like your tea? Oh, uh, I don't really. Oh. <laughs> Are you more of a coffee person? I'm, I love coffee. Or a Prosecco person. Do you want to top up? No, 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 honestly, because I, I literally do have a meeting. I'm going to roll in there and go, wow. I'm just trying to sabotage um, you. I love coffee. Right, okay. But if I had to have tea, I'd have it just with some milk. Great. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the word bitch? he's brilliant (laughs) my feeling is definitely that like I like it personally but I don't like it when men use it I don't mind women using it but I think any word that has been used against us or against your like you don't mind any like people say should we say the word cunt as yeah, well? Yeah, can I say cunt? Yeah, oh, please do. People I don't know. Like, I'm really, <laughs> like, offended by it. I just do not find that word offensive. Yeah. I mean, it's I just, just words. I find it hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And so I well. love saying it, and I just... Do you want to say it again? Cunt. It's nice. It sounds really nice as well. In a well accent, well. yeah. It's like just really satisfying. I don't know, I just, like, um, I probably say it way more than the men in my life do. In fact, when I do, they just go, <laughs> Same, yeah. But my dad does tell me off a lot of spoon. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, do you follow rules? Rules? Yeah. Yes, I am a bit of a... Yeah. I, I, I've got a very... Stickler. I'm a bit of a stickler. I, yeah. I really, I very much believe in, like, authority. Okay, well then, follow-up question. Okay. Do you follow rules because you agree with them or because you might get caught? Oh, a bit of both. I'm just, I'm very, I'm not very good at, um lying because I can't deal with the guilt because the guilt is worse than the punishment of the thing. But you know, like, acting is basically lying, Kim? I know, but actually, like, honestly, all the time, like, my friends are like, for an actress, you're the worst liar ever. And it's because I can't, it's because no, no one's telling me what to say. Yeah, I need a script. I need a script. Um, I just can't, the, the guilt of something would keep me up for days and days and days rather than just going, it was me, I did it, and then having... I'd rather just get the instant punishment. Yeah, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way than yeah. lie and then have a week of just sleepless self-hatred. Yeah, fair enough. Um, number five, what do you like when you have a cold? Are you, like, demanding everyone um, drop everything and attend to you on your deathbed? No, I, um, no, I don't think 
So I'm like, I, fuck off everyone, leave me alone. Yes, I, I'm more yeah, that. I can't, um, I, like after the, uh, when the play finished, I went away for a week just to get some sun and to like yeah. let go of the character. Yeah, recover so from that. Great, yeah. <laughs> and then on the last day, I got really horrendous food poisoning. Oh, great. Yeah, like horrendous. And I do, one, don't touch me. Don't come near me. I Especially want, when it's something that's sort of coming out of I you. I don't, just don't. I don't With a be. cold, yeah. with um, period pain, just don't touch you me. Didn't I've got like an invisible period pain. Period pain. Like, I've got like. We talked a, about it at the Oscars, we can talk about it now. Exactly. <laughs> I've got like an aura around me of like, don't, don't come near me. It's very much the aura that I have in the gym. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't, I, I get very like antisocial. So, yeah, well done on keeping that quick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is like one word answer. Okay, good. Go. Do you ever Google yourself? No. Is I don't. <laughs> I'm very religious. I, I well started to at a drama school because you do because you you get one job and then you that's it. Then you think you're like oh well, it's famous now because yeah. then you get like a fan letter, you know, and it's right. like, oh, like this is it then. Um, and so you do, and then you it's very bad. So I haven't googled myself. For, I'd say, God, eight years more than that. Well done. No, so I don't know. It's what's very on, I don't know what's on there. Good. I only ever Google myself when I've got like a date. Just still need to check what they're seeing. But what if you see something bad? I'll just cancel the date and come <laughs> <laughs> um, What was the last text you sent? <laughs> I can't tell. Was, was it about fingering? Yeah, it was about... It was something really disgusting to my husband, which I can't say. It was not, not okay. sexy, just actually disgusting. Yeah. I think it was something woomy. I can't remember. Hang on. <laughs> oh, can't um, do you ever get lonely? Yes, I do. But I like my own, I like being by myself. Yeah. Um, have you ever been offered an orgy? <laughs> sure. What? No. What? Shall we go? Yeah. Uh, and final one. Yes. Do you think much about death? <laughs> this is yes. Dark. Thing. I do. I do think about death a lot, actually. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah, so and now back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now I know. Um, Fresh meat. I, yeah. I do need you to know this. We confirmed this interview maybe two weeks ago. Yes. And in that time, I have... I mean, I've got on with my life. I've been working full-time. Have you watched the, I've, the I've whole watched the entire four series. Absolutely. Rewatching it. Yes. Oh, my God. It is so brilliant and so clever and funny. Yes. And I hadn't taken that in the first time. Right? I enjoyed it. I loved it mm-hmm. back whenever it came out. Um, but I think maybe I was too close to it. Do you yes. know what I mean? I wasn't that long out of uni. I was still one of those. I think I was actually season one Oregon mostly. Oh initially. Gosh. You know, that really like, like trying to do life. I think that the like, kind ticking of... list of drama. Just one streak of colour. Yeah, like you. trying to get off um, with people I shouldn't because it was dramatic. And it was French. I had my first boyfriend and I was horrible to him because, you know, you had to. It was dramatic. Oh, God. I hated myself. Oh, when I was God. 19. <laughs> Awful. We would not have got on. Um, <laughs> I'm nicer um, now. <laughs> I think that I re- like. I mean, fresh meat for me is a really special thing. Just I think timing wise in my life, I, I think I hadn't worked for like a year or so, and it was a bit like. And then I had this comedy audition. It was like I've never done comedy. I'm not going to get it. And then I did. And then I met like five of the best people ever. And the six of us are still. Actually, we were just messaging before this um and 
this, you know, even though we live all over and work all over, we're just really close. And I think the, oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad like, that you we, are we all good still. Each other. You, you, you could tell that you were actually friends. Came to, they came to the play. You know, oh, they, they're just amazing. So it was a very, it's a very very special special job. Do you and think this like to my accent, which was like a very great. It was it was a really nice thing. I haven't even realised that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's the first thing I'd ever gotten to be Welsh, and it wasn't and it wasn't Welsh. It wasn't like I had to like really really epic and do it really well. Just be your I own. could just be. I could just be yeah, because there are middle class people in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just a very very special job, and I think the the genius of fresh meat in in the the. The writing and the way it's shot and the way that it was performed is that the first time you watch it, it might just be for the gags, and the second time you'll see something totally in one of the one of the other actors where there's just something going on under the surface, and there's a there's a little line in there that's like a little bit heartbreaking, but it's skimmed over and all that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, that's exactly what my experience was. I, I that first time I watched it, I, I thought it was hilarious, just really enjoyed it, but yeah. then didn't maybe think about it again yeah. until I rewatched it, and it's so clever yeah and what I also really really loved about it and found quite shocking actually re-watching it is like that it's so brave in that they don't try and make you all likable like you're all dickheads in your own way yes at, at least consistently <laughs> like you're you're likable ultimately but a lot of that is because you're dickheads I think Sam Lane <laughs> said to me once that um, we were at like a read through for like the third one he was like we keep giving you more and more terrible things to do and Josie you're still semi likable at the end of it. This is the thing, isn't because it? Because I think I've got like, because I, <laughs> I look about twelve, but I've got like, <laughs> yes. I've got, I've just got quite a kind of, which is what they played on. It's kind of you know, I was always cast as like um, girl next door or little sister or that kind yeah. of thing, and so then they took that thing and then just got me to be horrendous see this is what I was going to say as Which well was perfect. Like, it felt sort of extra brave doing that to Josie because yes. because you've got this like lovely sweet nice seeming like lovely girl boyfriend at home exactly. and then she just makes these terrible decisions yes. and actually she's a she's horrible she's sometimes. really dark sometimes she's really she? dark and she's but there's something I mean I in my mind it's not obviously it's not me but in my mind she's like a kind of uh, little sister who I just sort of love yeah. but just I can't oh, oh I can't deal with nightmare yeah <laughs> need in small doses to hang out with yes but I liked series two Josie best when she drilled through someone's oh yes. yes that was a real like messy yeah, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> messy was, time for Josie that was great yeah I kind of lived vicariously through it because I didn't have the textbook uni experience I went to drama school yeah. which is you know hardcore it's like 10 hours a day yeah for three years you don't get the uni but so I sort of lived uh, because I got on with the others so well and we we went out a lot and I love we were in Manchester for the summer and so I had this like uni experience on fresh meat which was really sort of special that's awesome yeah it was amazing the other thing I was going to say about rewatching it as well is like there is a big thing made of like Josie being a slag but I just want to point out that like Joe Thomas's character, JP, yeah. they all slept with more people, if not at least as many. Yes. And there's just not, and I, I just want to say that as like a woman, like just. I think it's because <laughs> Vod slept with, if you're going to take the girls, Vod slept with people in a kind of Vod way where yeah. she sort of didn't really care if she did or it didn't, and if it happened, it happened, whatever, you know. Yeah. So she got kind of got that kind of like cool, like James Dean thing about it. Whereas then. Oregon slept with a professor. Sort of slept with lots of people, but the, in, like, the in dad sort of from my parents are aliens. 
Oh, I'm a Tony. huge fan of that. Tony Gar. <laughs> He's so great. So um, like I don't know, she got to sleep with people in a very sort of middle class way where <laughs> it was like fine because it was... Like you, you imagine. It was just a much judgier air around. Yeah, whereas I think I was having a lot sweet of looking and regional, <laughs> so it was like <laughs> no, no, unacceptable. Exactly. <laughs> um, I realised um, switching tack to the the films. Um, yes, Angus Thongs and Perfect. I realised when I was looking this up that I went to the premiere of Angus Thongs and Perfect Songing. Did you? Yeah, I was at the party. I don't think I did. Because oh, I was going to ask you because I I um went through all my photos from that night and what? I've got photos with all of the cast and you're not there. Wasn't that like twelve years ago? Yeah, I'm old. It was one of my first jobs. I was working for a teen magazine called Sugar. Oh my god, I used to read Sugar. Yeah. So what? But it was what like two thousand and eight. That film? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we shot 2007, so it would have come out 2008. Yeah. yeah. But what was it like being cast in that film, Angus, um, Thongs and Pevy? It's not about um, singing, um, because it's so, so So I'd only cool. been out of drama... So I got a job straight out of drama school, like, before... I didn't actually go to my graduation, so I was really lucky, and I got this thing called Cranford, which was yes. a BBC period drama. It was massive. Judy Dench. It was like, yeah, there was, like, 50 like parts in it. It was ridiculous. It was my first job it was the first time I'd filmed anything it was you know it was incredible and so off the back of that I started you know doing and I just started auditioning it was the first time I'd gone to auditions and stuff like this and it was all very strange and I got a film called Wild Child right and then off the back of Wild a film Child. called Wild Child <laughs> like we haven't heard of it <laughs> our favourite film <laughs> the best film ever <laughs> you guys are weird Sorry. Uh, it is a great film I mean to be honest this really was my team mag brilliant. era so I was literally yes. working on these films. So, well, I, I spent the day with Emma Roberts and all uh, that, probably for that film. I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. And Alex Pacifer yeah, and all that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were dating and stuff at the time. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then off the back of Wild Child, I think I kind of got Angus Thongs. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I remember that because when we were filming, I because I, my character, Slaggy Lindsay, wears, um, like, the, what do you call them? Fillets. The chicken fillets. Chicken fillets, the yeah. things that push your boobs out. Probably now, not I've got world. quite... Big, but I could try and like hide them as much as possible. I've actually got quite, <laughs> quite big boobs. I've never really enjoyed it, so I kind of curve my back a bit yeah. and I've got terrible yeah. posture and all that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but basically, there's a scene where the girls are spying on her and then they see her take them out, and it's like, oh, she hasn't really got big boobs. But, but <laughs> yeah. I kept taking them out and they, they kept not like going down. And then the, I remember the director going, oh god, we really should have thought about this in the casting process. Oh no! Because we could, they wanted the shot to be. Oh, she's got big boobs, and then she whacks them out, and then there's nothing there. But they couldn't, we couldn't do it. I think we had to do it with angles. I don't know. But that's my that's my slaggy Lindsay breast story. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> oh, so they wanted to recast you because of your tits. Yeah, which was yeah, that's progressive tough. in a way. <laughs> um, was it awful having to kiss Aaron Taylor Johnson? It was a bit awful, only oh. because um, <laughs> only because I was much older than them all. Because I wanted to say, so I I filmed on my it was my so twenty really sec- right? second birthday, um, and uh, we've been Brighton on the pier, and I was it was my twenty second birthday, and I was doing a scene with with Aaron where we come over. A club or something like that. Um, so yeah, for all the kissing, because I think he was actually about 16, mm. 17. That is so a bit weird. when you're 22, that's creepy. Yeah. So I didn't particularly. And um, Well, I'm glad you didn't enjoy Well, exactly. No, but I, I, remember, been the one. I remember in Wild Child, there's a scene where they're all at like a school disco-y party thing, and um, my character's supposed to kiss somebody, and they brought like an essay over this bo- the boy, and... Uh, <laughs> 
and I sort of went to the first AD. I was like, I can't kiss him. And they were like, why not? I said, because I'm 22 and he is about 14. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. But it looked very much probably from the outside looked at me going, no, bring me another one. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's horrible. Did they bring you somebody more age appropriate? <laughs> I think they did actually. I think they found somebody who was like 55 year old. I think he was like 18. And I, was, I was like, hello, hello. At least this is legal. And action and start kissing. It's just honestly, it's awful. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned um, your first role. Yes. With Julie Dench. Did you actually get to spend any time Did you with say that? Julie Dench? No, I did say Julie Dench, but I'm a bit slurry when I'm excited. <laughs> Plus, I've had like six sips of Prosecco. I think we're Julie Dench. <laughs> Julie. Yes. You know Julie. Yes. You know, so it's Julie Dench. That was my first, that was my first, uh, my first job, amazing. which was amazing because I got these... Um, was full BBC costume drama and it was I mean Pride the original Pride and Prejudice is one of the reasons I wanted to be an actress like in the first place of course so it was kind of like oh this is amazing (laughs) it was that and Princess Bride so incredible yeah um is there anything you would like to plug or sell (laughs) what are you working on next what are you doing Uh, having a break a new range of perfume no I don't (laughs) I'd be the worst. Oh god, it was just called Kimball. Yeah, it's just Kimball. Working with Richard Curtis on it. Smells like period and disappointment. Um, No, I. (laughs) Do you know what someone told me? What period smells like? And now I can't get it out of my head. Tell us. It's when you've got um, a bunch of coppers in your hand and and they get sweaty, and then if you smell that, it smells like sweat. That's a very um, evocative. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my freak gets. <laughs> well, on that note, on that bombshell. Period. By Kimball. Yeah. By Kimball's perfume. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you, everyone out there. Uh, please rate and subscribe um, if you have a minute. And thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you everyone out there for listening to my nonsense. Next week on the podcast, we have the excellent comedian Harriet Brain. Please do join us for laughs. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.